Hey, everybody. I'm so excited. I can't stand it. The new commemorative Kate Daly Show coin limited edition is here. It's ready. And you can purchase one. You can help Truth and Radio. 99 bucks. And of course, for value, you've got a real silver coin. And that sits on, in your pocket, which is real nice at $40, $45 value. And it's only supposed to skyrocket. So it's a good investment. It's an investment into silver. It's an investment into Truth and Radio. The coin itself says, be faithful, be fearless, just like we need to be. And modeled after the flowing hair coin. That was the first coin ever minted in the United States, ever. 1794, when we became a country. Let's celebrate history. Let's celebrate truth and radio. And the show needs it. We need your help. We can't go on. It's a very expensive show. We cannot do this without you. We can't grow without you. And so this is a limited edition. Please get one before they're gone. And let me just tell you, this coin is gorgeous. You can go see it at katedallyradio.com. Really easy to order. You just click on the link. It takes you two seconds. But if you can order several of these or order one for yourself and maybe some for friends or family, it's a great way to celebrate what's so important in this country. Truth, education, all the things that we need as a populace. And I love the guests that I have on the show. I love the co-hosts like Chris Ann Hall coming on to educate us. And let me just tell you, this is worth it. This is a way that instead of just listening, you can act by having one of these in your home. It comes in a beautiful case. And on the back, it says, in God, we trust united. We stand also on the front. It says the Kate Daly show, be faithful and be fearless. I hope we always remain faithful and fearless because that's what it's going to take to get through all of this. And I hope that you purchase one of these coins, please, to keep this show on the air. And uh, a big thank you, big heartfelt thank you from me, all the co-hosts, because this show is not corporate owned. We run from you. We run off of you. And I thank you. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Please go purchase one of these. We've been waiting for this for a long time and get one before it's gone. Thanks. KateDallyRadio.com. Look for the link on the top. Did you ever think that the latter half of your life would require this much ibuprofen? The Kate Daly Show starts now. Uh, how'd you find him? Well, you forget your head and you listen to your heart. Because the truth is, honey, there's no sense living your life without this. To make the journey and not fall deeply in love. Well, you haven't lived a life at all. But you have to try. Because if you haven't tried, you haven't lived. The hardest thing is loving someone and then having the courage to let them love you back. Look, I guarantee there'll be tough times. I guarantee that at some point, one or both of us is going to want to get out of this thing. But I also guarantee that if I don't ask you to be mine, I'll regret it the rest of my life. Because I know, in my heart, you're the only one for me. I love you. You complete me. Hi there. Some famous movie lines for you. <laughs> you complete me. Oh, man. It's a Friday show. What can I say? Last hour talking about diesel fuel. You never know. It's like a box of chocolates. You just never know what you're going to get with the show. And this hour, Allison Armstrong is joining me. And I'm actually really happy. Allison hasn't been here for a little bit. You haven't been here for a minute, Allison. How have you been? 
I have been I've been great. Really, I've been really busy. Uh, yeah, so I know to be here. It was, <laughs> it was touch and go with road closures. <laughs> you know, isn't that crazy? And it's everywhere too. Uh, where I'm at, we're having this particular race, and it's making it impossible for people to get anywhere. And it's been really nutty lately. And so I just appreciate you coming on today. And let me just tell you a little bit about Allison because Allison. She's been coming on the show for a while now, and I just interviewed uh, Dennis Prager, and you've been doing the Prager show for how long? Uh, I think we're finishing our 18th year. 18? Okay. I did not yeah. think it was 18 yeah. years. Wow. Yeah, that blows yeah, my mind. Yeah, forgets. He thinks it's about 10 years. Isn't that funny? 18 years. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah, January 2024, however many years that is. Wow. Well, you're definitely the relationship guru. I think you probably hate that word, but you are. And uh, let's just let's just face it. And if you go to Allison Armstrong, it's one L, AllisonArmstrong.com. So many of my listeners have have loved your courses. We all love your books. And of course, The Queen's Code, very famous book. Um, I know Prager talks about this with you a lot. And then, of course, you name it, all kinds of, uh, you can find all kinds of different online programs, the the individual programs, the um, LUX programs, the LUX programs. Um, also understanding men, understanding women, uh, you have all kinds of packages. I mean, there's like date night extraordinaire on this, on this website, which I love. Um, but you're helping Thank people you. all over the country. And some of my, um, some of my most, uh, the moments that I share off the show have been moments with you where you, you really, you really made sense when it, when it comes to geez, you know, how can we kind of uh, get along in marriages and, and see each other and, and our quirks and, and the things that we would typically do in, in a marriage and, and kind of understand what the other person is all about. And I really love that you make sense of all of that. When we came in, I was uh, talking about the love, uh, the, the quotes from the movies. And my first question to you <laughs> is, how many of us live to see our own relationship as a movie relationship because we're so used to seeing these things play out in two hours. And of course, at the end, everything's happy. They never talk about beyond that. But how many of us make the mistake of, of being a movie relationship instead of a real relationship? <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear your answer <laughs> to this. Well, I, okay, there's so many ways I want to answer it. Right. Um, yeah, I think especially for women, we get ideals stuck in our head right. of how it's supposed to be. Mm. And then we compare real men and real people in real moments mm-hmm. um, with that. And, like, for example, um, in movies, they don't show couples, like, being intimate and then getting interrupted. Yes, that is a <laughs> and being able to, that is right? a normal like, thing. Or just like stopping and talking. Yes, you yes, know, yes. it's like, hey, time out a second. So how's this going for you? <laughs> right, like, no, you don't do that. <laughs> All you get is the candlelight montage with the music, and everything seems exactly, to be perfect. Exactly. Yeah. And so we we get we get pictures of how things are supposed to be mm-hmm. that have us not do what would actually ultimately end up a lot more fulfilled. Like, right. time out. Can we talk a moment? Right. <laughs> you need so to know true. about me. Yes. In any context. Mm-hmm. And, but what cracks me up when you said a movie is because, you know, the thing I've been working on for the last year mm-hmm. is the audio book of The Queen's Code, mm-hmm. which I had to record myself. And 
Kate, I don't know if we've ever talked about how I didn't really write that book. No, I want to hear about that, actually. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. So let me know when you no. have to go to break. Okay. And I, I can't tell when we're going to. You're good for about uh, seven, uh, eight minutes. So you're good. Okay, perfect. Okay, mm-hmm. so here's the thing, right? 1991, I find out I'm a frog farmer, mm-hmm. right? A woman who, instead of turning frogs into princes, mm-hmm. turns princes into frogs, right? You're dating Brings a lot of frogs. In men. Okay. This question pops into my head from where I'm now questioning, what if men are responding to women? Right. And that's the beginning of my research, which I thought would take two or three months to learn everything worth knowing about men. And, you know, I'm still doing it 30 plus years later because mm-hmm. they're fascinating right. as are women. And so what happened is about uh, two years into my research, I, I learned so much about men that was the opposite of what I been taught and grown up believing about who they are, Right. Um, that I wanted to write a book. And I wanted to write a book, I had to write a book that mm-hmm. would transform the way women relate to men. Okay. But I didn't know how to write it. I didn't know how to write it. Okay. It took 20 years, almost 20 years before wow. I knew that I knew how to write it. Wow. And I, you know, we did a book proposal right. and a division of Random House bought the rights to it in a, mm-hmm. in a bid. I mean, we did everything you're supposed to do. I did, you know, everything, the chapters and all that stuff. But then when I sat down to write it, this screen opened up, like, like up above my right Mm -hmm. eye, this screen opened up and a movie started playing. Hmm. You asked about movies? Yeah. So no, nobody, nobody can write a 96,000, 96,000 word book Mm -hmm. in three weeks. Sure. Nobody can do that. Right. But I typed a 96,000 word book in three weeks. Wow. By watching this movie, Keys of the Kingdom, the prequel, mm-hmm. also had a movie, 45,000 words in eight days. It, 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 I mean, where it comes from is so magical, right? right. And well, I can't remember thing. what's in it. Mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't remember what's in it. It still makes me cry. Mm-hmm. I've read it so many times, then doing the audio recording of it. So people, I did the audio book because I wanted people to hear hear it the way I heard it as I watched the movie. And what people have been saying is that it's so different than how they read it to themselves, right? This is 10 years after publishing the print book. And people are saying that how they read the book to themselves, like one woman in South Africa said she didn't read the men's voices, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's fiction. There's eight characters and four of them are men. She didn't read their voices to herself with the same kind of sincerity that I do. Okay. Because of, and she saw it was because of her prejudices against men. Wow. That they couldn't be that sincere. They couldn't be that emotional. They couldn't be that dedicated. They'd built that up in their head. Wow. Yeah. So with her own filter, it had me realize, oh my gosh, I mean... The, the Queen's Code, the Queen's Code is in the, like, consistently in the top 0.5% of Kindle sales on Amazon. <laughs> well, it's like a how-to 0.5%, manual. right? Yeah. What? It's a how-to manual. Yeah, it's, it's, it's how... It, well, it's... Yeah, but it plays like a movie, which, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things we love about movies is our... Is if they're done well, our hearts are open to something right. getting in. Right? That's a great and, point. And so that's what the book does. It's a fiction. And, 
And men and women, men are loving the book. I, I wrote it to transform how women relate to men. Mm-hmm. Women report it's transforming the way they relate to women, the way they relate to themselves. Men are like, men are finding out how they're motivated and what they're mm-hmm. motivated by and that they're, and that it's good, that there's goodness in the motivation right. of men that right. women don't recognize. Well, so we've been taught not to. Tell? Well, I know, but we've been taught. <laughs> I know. I love it, though, because what you've done then is create this book that can open up this space for people to take information in because we're so used to the propaganda overload for the last 40 years has been hate men. They're dumb. You're smart and you have to put up with them and they don't know what they're doing. And, and you're the smartest person in the room. But that's not how it is. And so to, in order to fight that kind of level of TV shows and Disney shows, and propaganda and movies and everything else that we're kind of shown. Now we have to have a, a, a book that can open that up so that new information can come in that is actually real. And I love that you've done mm-hmm. that. And I think it's a God thing that you were, you sort of had this movie play out in your head so that you could write this book because this book is saving marriages, right? So... It seems to me to be a, a real God godsend that you were able to put this book together for people that really need it right now, badly. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a privilege, you know, because I there's such joy in that I didn't write it, right? Everything right. in that book is validated by my 20 years of research, mm-hmm. but, you know, in interviews, people are saying, so the development of the characters, why did you decide that this would happen with this person? I didn't. <laughs> I just watched the movie. Well, how did you, why did you decide to have four men and four women? I didn't. They surprised me. They showed up in the movie. <laughs> right, right. Because it was the best way to tell it so that the information can get in. Because if women have a lot of these walls built up and these, these, these thoughts already about men and you're trying to get through to them so that the two can come together and we can understand men and men can understand us, then you have to break that somehow. I mean, somehow that has to be broken. And so with all of those couples, you can do it because you can kind of showcase this and that's if that's what gets the information in i'm just grateful right i mean Mm. honestly yeah me too couples singles um men have have found it to be very healing Mm -hmm. to find out why women emasculate them why women attack them and diminish them right and and even start to have compassion for how much fear and frustration drives women to do that right and my goal with men is to be able to actually not collapse to it. Like right. if you can see the fear it's coming from, that you don't take it so seriously, right? right? And don't react right. to it. And, like uh, and then everything can change. And, and it's and coming from... To each other. Well, it's coming from... We're going to go to break, but it's coming from a woman, which means a lot because I think guys are at, the, at a really weird place right now. After this whole feminism movement has really been seeking to destroy the family destroy marriage and demean them this is something that couples just need to read this it's called the queen's code just need to read this and she has a lot of courses online too i'll be right back with allison the ford f-150 talk lines are open now call 888-673-1450 this is the kate daly show nothing more than feeling Trying to forget my feelings of love. Hi there. 
you're listening to soft sounds from the Key Daly Show. <laughs> I was trying to think of the gaggiest song I could play, and it was feelings. <laughs> oh my gosh, my feelings. Reflects the real truth. The facts you're trying to provide me are irrelevant. <laughs> this is awesome. I have Allison Armstrong on on a Friday, and let me just tell you, the Morris Albert version of feelings. I don't think anyone can forget it. We all know the lyrics. <laughs> so, welcome back to the show. I've got Allison on today, and you know she makes a heck of a lot of sense. And uh, um, before we go there, I just wanted to mention, go to preparewithkate.com, get some food storage, get some storage. We may run out of diesel by Thanksgiving, and if that's the case, be prepared. And this is the best place to do it, and you're going to get the best deals. You'll see my picture. Go to preparewithkate.com. Best, best deals on the internet, by the way. And, uh, and also go to balanceofnature.com. Make sure you're healthy. Make sure your immune system is good. The assault on our immune system has been horrific. And so make sure that you go to balanceofnature.com, that you're taking that supplement. It's 31 fruits and vegetables. And no, your tomato and lettuce on the hamburger today, along with your french fries, does not count as your vegetable serving of the day. So make sure that you're going to balance of nature and get the product so that you've got 31, that influx of 31 fruits and vegetables a day. You'll notice a difference in about 10 days. Okay. It has a 30 day money back guarantee. You can actually return it, but I'm telling you, you won't. My whole family's hooked on it and we always will be. So I love this product and it gives you the energy to get off caffeine too. So it's fantastic. Um, Balanceofnature.com code word Kate, you get a third off and free shipping. Um, so, okay. So Allison, uh, on your website, you have a way to listen to the book that you were just talking about, The Queen's Code. And, you, and, and there's an audio book there. And I would suggest for everybody's road trip, for the holidays, whatever you're going to be doing coming up here, and even if you're just listening to it at home, um, together on a date night, what have you, this is such a fantastic way to do this together because it's going to bring up a lot of questions. It's going to bring up a lot of conversation and understanding. That's the most important thing, the understanding of the other sex. When you were on the show, and I urge people to go get that at alisonarmstrong.com, alisonarmstrong.com. This is so imperative because I remember when you were on, one of the first times you were on, I said, can you solve, can you help people's marriages, not solve, but help people's marriages in five minutes? And you were like, I can take that challenge. And so you said, and I'll never forget it because I think it's so fantastic, but you just said, you know, when, when men come home, this is what they do. When women come home, this is what they do. And it's kind of inherent to who we are. And if we understand that, then we can, we can have better situation at home within that first five minutes of greeting each other at the end of the day. And you were like, men, let the women talk about their day. Don't solve it. Just let them talk about it. And, um, and you were telling the women, you know, you're natural scanners, you're going to scan the house and you're going to know exactly what's been done and not been done. And men are, they have the eye single to the glory of the recliner and they want to turn around, they want to watch TV and they want to zone out for 30 minutes. And if men and women could understand this about each other, man, we could get so far ahead. I love that you said that. I thought it was brilliant. Mm. You know, we don't understand mm. each other. Wow. We, that was like two years ago. And I know that. it's still stuck. That's amazing. Right. It's still stuck with me because those little things, those little moments of understanding when you realize that, Men don't go in the room and scan. Men don't do those things inherently. And then we punish them for not being women, right? Mm -hmm. 
You said that, yes, and I just they, remember it stuck. Yeah, they don't even have the same vision as women. Yeah, but we but we expect it, you know, like men. <laughs> right. Men get in a lot of trouble for changing lanes when they're driving. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't know that as women. We have better peripheral vision, mm-hmm. but it makes it look like when you're changing lanes to our side, mm-hmm. that that car's coming at me and it's going to hit me. Right. And we freak out. Yeah. And yeah. just knowing, like, I, I don't know if you heard me singing along with feelings. Did mm-hmm. you hear I me did. Fun of yes. It? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, like, facts versus feelings. Mm-hmm huge source of conflict in in all kinds of relationships because as women are you know our feelings are Uh right in the center of our chest Uh therefore they must be true and (laughs) and we'll say to a man and and we can fix this with one word well it feels like you don't respect me Mm. and he's like i can't change your feelings that that's happening with you. I can't change that. Right. If you just change it to, it seems like you don't respect me. Mm-hmm. It seems like because they feel trumped by us using the F word. Right. Feelings. It, it is the F word right? to them. But if, <laughs> yeah. But if you yeah. but if you say you know it seems like you don't mm-hmm. respect me, they'll be like, Oh my oh. gosh, I married you. <laughs> right. Why would I, marry I support you? If I didn't you. Respect you. Yes. What makes and and then they are, can be curious. What is what makes it seem like I don't respect you. Right. And then they actually can interact with that. They get that to them. That's a problem to fix mm-hmm. instead of an accusation that they can't ever get out from under. Just oh. one word, change feelings to seems like. It's so true. I love that because you're, you're, you're not pinning them on something that you're feeling that you're thinking. And women are we love to talk about that. And we think that we, like when you said that we wanted to turn them into women, we want them to think like us and we can't understand why they don't. This is why the Queen's Code, when you're listening to this on audiobook or reading this, it can get, it can get through to people with so much understanding of the fact that they don't think like us. And why are we trying to turn them into women? It doesn't make sense. We love them because they're men, but we don't understand them. <laughs> Yeah, we, we think they do think like us and they see what we see uh-huh. and then they just decide not to do it because they don't feel like it. But yeah. We think they know the right thing to do, which is what we would have done, uh-huh. but they decide to misbehave instead. Mm-hmm. We think they have really like immature or selfish or ridiculous right. or even like <laughs> pathological motivations. Right. And so when true. you find out the real motivations of men, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, they're so beautiful. And what I've been interacting with people as they've been listening to mm-hmm. the Queen's Code audiobook because mm-hmm. I, I knew when I was recording it, oh my gosh, this is so intense. All right. And by the third chapter, by the third chapter, their lives are already different. Wow, that's quite Out of eight cool chapters, cow. by the third one, they have they're shifting right. how they relate to men and mm-hmm. men have already demonstrated they see them differently whoa whoa i love that yeah, kind of success it's so so exciting okay so here's a question yeah. for you so you were just kind of okay. talking about this a little bit you were kind of referencing this but you have a young couple that comes to you the young wife has several children she feels like she's doing all the work and the guy's at work mm-hmm. and he comes home 
He doesn't want to participate in all the housework. He doesn't want to participate. He wants to kind of zone out a little bit, maybe play a video game. Okay. So a couple comes to you and she feels like he's the bad guy and she's the martyr. She's doing all the work. He's doing nothing because this is kind of from the female mind. And the guy is over here saying, well, I am married you. I'm supporting you. I'm taking that on. And isn't that enough? What do you say to the young couple in that predicament? Because I bet you, you've gotten that a lot. <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb and guess that that's been asked. <laughs> One way or another. Right. One way or another. I did an, an interview with a, a beautiful woman who mm-hmm. her audience are is Orthodox and Hasidic Jews. Mm. Um, wow. She's like, all my listeners have five children or more. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And, oh. yeah, yeah. And so the, so you know this about me. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm all about partnership. Uh-huh. So how can you take two very different points of view, two very different sets of values, potentially, it can seem like it, right, uh-huh. if you don't go deeper, okay. and then create a partnership. And one of the things that happens in the situation you're talking about is because of the effects of estrogen on our brain, mm-hmm. right, which creates this diffuse awareness, which has everything pop out at us and usually as a criticism, you know, I'm crooked, I'm out of place, I'm dirty, I'm ugly, I'm in the middle of the floor, what the heck. Right. And it's an, and it, it occurs like an accusation that we have failed. Mm. And then he comes home and he contributes to the failure. Like I he'll see. just drop things by the front door. Right. Because that's what a man does. He mm-hmm. drops his tools yeah. by the front door, like, like a bloody spear. Wouldn't you leave that at the front? Yeah. It's like out of respect. Don't you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, and so if we can realize that a, this isn't personal, we have very different perceptions and now could we actually sit down and align on what matters? Because one of the things women don't know about men is they always on only want to do what really matters. I see. They, they are very aware of having limited time and energy and resources. Mm -hmm. So what matters to you the most, and if a woman wants to be effective, she's got to sort out what matters versus no, that, that pile has been sitting there for three weeks. It does not have to be cleaned up before my parents come over for dinner. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to sit there, right? Right, It's been there for three years. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to pick it up before everybody comes for Christmas. Right. Because we'll get frantic about how other people will perceive the home and judge us, right? Right. right. And, you know, what really matters? It's just the, what matters? What and matters? that doesn't matter to and a guy. They don't really care about that, it, do they? But it will matter to him mm-hmm. if it's clear it matters to you. I see. And, and that's the thing that's really tricky. And we, we call it being believable. Hmm. So mostly women... This is going to sound terrible. It's not because women aren't believable. Women seem unbelievable because what men are looking at is a congruency between what we say and how we act. Right. So if, if his wife says, I'm tired, mm-hmm. and, he, and she looks tired, and he says, okay, I'll put the kids to bed. You go to bed. Right. Well, first of all, she may have a reaction. Don't you tell me what to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> and right. secondly, once she's now not responsible for the kids, all these things jump out as, oh, do me. If you mm-hmm. don't have to put the kids to bed, wash me, fold me. Right. You know, right. Fix, 
this, right? Right. And, and, and so we don't go to bed. So they think, oh, I'm tired doesn't mean I'm tired when she says it. So he stops offering to put the kids to bed. And so this is why, for example, in understanding women, we teach men about how this barrage of information that comes into our consciousness, that before women can fall asleep, they usually need something I call zone out time. Mm-hmm. And zone out is when we're captivated by something, usually other people's lives. Right. We're so captivated that our minds actually screen out all the things that are making us do them. And so if instead of him saying, go to bed, say, how about you sit down with your, your, your magazine came today? Would you like, how about, do you want, how about we run you a bath? You can read your magazine and then go to bed early and I'll take care of the rest. But no housework. I'm going to take this over. We're Mm going to do something that makes a difference. Mm -hmm. And housework is endless. And like make a deal. I'm going to provide this so that you can do this thing of which the entire family will benefit when the mom wife is rested. Right. Uh, Right. The capacities that builds in a woman, she turns wonderful. (laughs) You won't even recognize her. Yeah. Instead of mostly we're harried in Right. But we have to speak up. Like Greg would go run me a bath mm-hmm. and then he'd put the kids to bed and then he'd come sit and talk to me while I was in the bathroom. And you're like, yeah, I don't need that. I need to zone. <laughs> I'm like, I need to zone No, 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 no. I, just, I need to be alone. Oh, we're going to come alone. right back. More more with Allison Armstrong when we come back. AllisonArmstrong.com. You're going to love this. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. KateDalyRadio.com. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. You left in the rain without closing the door. I didn't stand in your way. Now I miss you more than I missed you before. And now where I'll find comfort, God knows. Cause you. you all remember this, right? <laughs> Randy Vaughn Warmer. Um, just when I needed you most. I'm playing the gaggiest music I can play. But I am loving the subject and the content from Allison Armstrong because it's relationships. And uh, let me just tell you, she's she's she understands and she knows. And she's written a fabulous book that's now an audio book that you guys can listen to on your long road trip to see family over the holidays or whatever the case may be. This is what you want to grab because this will provide you with a wonderful road trip so both of you can understand each other. And from what I hear, when people take your courses, Allison, online, and I've had a lot of listeners take your courses and just rave about what you've done for their relationship in just one night. So mm-hmm. can you imagine the course of this audiobook and being able to listen to this so you could get a bigger, firmer grasp on a partnership. We're all supposed to be in these partnerships and men and women are very different. And we have to, you know, I think God very much wants us to meld together and understand each other. And how are we going to do that? Because honestly, it's hard to look beyond your own, your own perspective. And so this is opening up the perspective so we can understand how men do things, how women do things. I love the Queen's Code. I think it's amazing. Allison's a wonderful author. And um, like like we talked about earlier, she's been on Prager for 18 years. And 
lots of TV shows and interviews, and she's the world guru on the subject. So this is who this is the audio book you want to get. Go to AllisonArmstrong.com. I also wanted to mention real quick, hyperbaric. Look, after the fiasco I went through in the hospital with my husband and what I observed, which was very frightening to where medicine has the place that medicine has reached now is completely socialized medicine with direct orders from the NIH. So if you would like to avoid some of that, please go get a hyperbaric machine in your house. The other thing it can do is if you listen to Joe Rogan on the Joe Rogan show, they, they talked about the study in Israel that is done about telomeres and the lengthening of telomeres. And uh, this actually reverses aging at the same time that you're solving many health problems like autoimmune and neuropathy and all these things is by getting oxygen into those cells. So it can do a myriad of things. Why not try it out? And if you say you're from the show, you get $500 off, which is amazing. Go to Inside Out Hyperbarics with an S insideouthyperbarics.com get a machine in your house and you can share that with friends and family you can take a nap while the oxygen is going into your cells this is what is going to really help people uh judy dr judy mikovitz talks about it and this is the ticket i'm telling you that this has 60 80 years behind it of study and research and happy happy people using this and just swearing by the results and wishing everybody else could understand too go to insideouthyperbarics.com please uh, give them a call. So, Allison, coming back, there is a lot of things that we do as women that we reflect onto guys and things we expect them to do and want them to do, but we do quite, don't quite know how to get them to do it because we're so locked into our perspective and how we think and how we talk. Mm-hmm. What are the words that are actionable to use to kind of cross that bridge and make it so that we can work together? What can we do better? Mm. <laughs> um, Loaded question. <laughs> well, I love the question, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. In the in the Queen's Code, the Queen's Code primarily teaches what we call the language of heroes. So okay. if you think of men as heroes, mm-hmm. and I, I know of a one-year-old boy who responded to that word when he never heard it before. It's it's integral to who they are. And but hero means that you're gonna make a difference. Right. And so, so like we were talking about before the break, right? Mm-hmm. That men care about what's really going to matter, but there are words to them that indicate that something's going to matter and we avoid using them. Okay. So for example, mm-hmm. um, we avoid using the word problem. Okay. We don't ever want to say that we have a problem. Hmm. Um, it's bad to have a problem. Perfect people don't have problems. And so what we'll say instead is, you know, we have an issue, well, to a man, a problem is solvable, and let's get on it. An issue is unsolvable. Why bother? Mm, okay, okay. <laughs> so we use the word that has them disengage instead of the word that has them perk up. Mm-hmm. Um, like one man said, a problem to a man is like a squirrel to a dog. <laughs> and, and so True. just using the word problem mm-hmm. or, for example, um, the difference between asking for help. So because of the self-sufficiency that we've taken on as a value, right? Mm -hmm. And it already existed in men and women have become more like men. And so we want to be self-sufficient. So we don't ask for help until we've done everything we can possibly do without them. And now it's at an emergency stage. And, you know, the Queen's Code is, is fiction, 
right? It's a story. And there's and these two women, one married, one single, um, are learning the language of heroes and mm-hmm. applying it in their Karen in her marriage and Kimberly in the workplace and with this man that she's started something up with and an interact mm-hmm. with her boss. And just to see, like from a man's point of view, if you ask me for help ahead of time, mm-hmm. I'm so happy to provide it. But if you wait too long and now I have to stop everything I'm doing and instead of helping you, I have to save you. Okay. That's why you get a lecture. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they will lecture us when they have to save us. I see. They they don't lecture us for asking for help. Right. They're like, yeah, I can do that. Let's do that tomorrow. Right. Um, so just those, just and even using that word instead of saying, you know, hey, you don't do much around here. How about you do this for once? Instead mm. of, honey, I really need your help in getting ready for your parents coming tomorrow. I see. Especially if I'm going to be nice to them. (laughs) Which he would want. Can I tell you what will make the biggest difference if you help me in getting it done? (laughs) Right? That word, it it keeps into a different part of them than the criticism does, right? The criticism just has them want to go away and play a game they can win. True. But it... It's so funny because, I mean, the song you had on, right? Yeah. Like, where will I find comfort? Right. Women don't even know that men come home from the war uh-huh. of producing results, right. right, and making a living. They come home from the battle of that. And what they want is comfort. Yeah. They want comfort from us. They want to be nurtured and appreciated by us. They walk in the door and they start getting criticized. And when so that happens, true. they stop walking in the door. They now stop by, say, at a bar before right. they come home. So they're numb by the time they come in the door and are criticized. <laughs> and then we criticize them for that. <laughs> yeah, we do kind of make it a little impossible because we're not understanding. I, when I switched roles with my husband and I worked and put him through the last part of his schooling that he had to have to do his job. So it, it was a must. He had yeah. to do it. And the best way was for yeah. him to watch the kids while I went to work. And I worked four days a week. I was able to manage that, to do that, you know, to, to only have to work for four days. But the problem was, was I realized that I was constantly thinking that I had more stress because I had to deal with the kids 24 seven more. Okay. While he went to work and I used to think the same way as some of these young moms, but then I realized that, Oh my gosh, the stress, the financial stress of providing for a family was much bigger actually than, than the dealing with the kids. And I had this profound respect for my husband because I realized being in his shoes that this was not an easy day at the park. Okay. And so when I would come home, he would say to me, I can't stand these kids. I got to get out of the house. And I would be like, I need 30 (laughs) minutes of alone time. We completely switched roles and it was bizarre, (laughs) but it, 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 it actually let us, let us in on what what we used to think and now we've been in each other's shoes and oh my gosh what a what a new profound love and respect we had for each other right that that one one of you isn't getting more stress it's a different kind of stress but we don't we don't ever acknowledge that when we're younger (laughs) because we don't know we don't know and we just know it's real for us and it seems so different for them and especially there's another part of the queen's code that's really funny Mm -hmm. because um because there's written on a piece of paper on the table where Claudia is teaching Kimberly and Karen 
and it says it says nothing to a man nothing is worth doing hmm. and and the women are like oh my god that's why i can't get him to do anything around the house because nothing's worth doing i'm doomed what will i do right <laughs> and then claudia's husband comes out and he looks down and he says to a man nothing mm-hmm. is worth doing he goes yeah for sure we even get together to do nothing Mm. Mm. <laughs> they're like what wow. what and then yeah and then Bert who's elderly mm-hmm. um, he's in his you know, early 80s starts talking about about how when a man says he's doing nothing it means in that moment he has he's n- there's no results he's having to produce right. and he can just be and that it's glorious for him to do nothing and if women did more nothing Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, oh my gosh! And and then you know, on the piece of paper, then he moves the piece of paper and sees the rest of the sentence. But much is worth providing. Ah. And yeah, so nothing is worth doing. There isn't anything right. worth doing. Like right. you know, picking up, put, putting that away, straightening the curtain. Mm-hmm. You know, all these picky, uni little things to them. Right. They're not worth doing. But much is worth providing, especially if it matters to you. Yeah. And, you know, I've told women, quit having heroes dust the piano unless Mm -hmm. dusting the piano makes him a hero for you. Ah, (laughs) yeah. Because then it'll be worth doing to him. If he's saving you from some kind of hell by dusting the piano, he will. But beware, men's vision, uh, the faster something's going... Right. The greater the difference between a man's vision and a woman's. So he can see a hockey puck. Mm-hmm. He can he can gauge a, a two-inch space getting in between two other cars just mm-hmm. fine. But dust isn't moving. Mm. Dust is, is visible to most men because it isn't moving. Right. So if you're like, I can't believe he has, you know, he doesn't walk in here and see the dust and start doing something about it. No, he actually doesn't see it. He what doesn't dust? see it. That's what my husband said to me. What yeah. dust? Honey, could you dust the, the wet bar before the Christmas party? Right. And he said, what dust? <laughs> right. So they're, they're not going to see that and just magically pounce on that because they're not like us. They're not a woman. Um, but if they think it matters to us, they care enough about us to want to help. But, but, we, but, we, but we penalize them for not thinking of it first or we, you know, I'm guilty of this too. And we're penalizing them for um, not being us, for not thinking like us. We're good momagers. I call myself a momager because that's what you end up being when you have a family, mm-hmm. but they're not momagers. They don't, th- that's not their forte, but we, but we penalize and gripe at them for not being something they're not. <laughs> it's pretty amazing, isn't it? Yeah. And, yeah. and there's a point that's made in Keys of the Kingdom, which is the prequel to the Queen's Code, mm-hmm. that one of the things that men need from us is to let them know when there's something they can provide for our children mm-hmm. that really matters. Mm. You're like, honey, I know you're working really hard. I know you're going to need to recover this weekend. And Joey needs to play catch with his dad. Uh, yeah. Could you put that in your plan for the weekend? It right. will make the biggest difference in his life to connect with you that way. Right. And right. then they're like, oh my gosh, I didn't even think of that. Sure. Yes. Right. They just, yes. they, they just need a chance to put it in the plan because they're making a plan in silence. 
which right. most women don't know. And women it, are mad because the they're not thinking <laughs> of it themselves, <laughs> right? Like they're not, we're exactly. waiting for them to magically think of the thought we're having. So we want them to be telepathic and we, we tell them you're not being telepathic enough. But, but when the woman says, Hey, do this, cause this is going to mean a lot. And that's kind of more of a woman forte to be able to do that. Then the man goes, Oh my gosh, I can, I can do the, I can be that hero in that, in that instance. And I can put that into my plan. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's how it works. Yeah. It's how it works. And then we got to follow it up with appreciation. Yeah. Because men will do a lot of things we ask them to do. But if we don't follow it up with appreciation, they won't do it again. They, ah, they'll stop. That is true. And, but if we appreciate, if we follow up, so this is the consistency that makes us believable. Mm-hmm. We tell them something will make a difference. They do it. Then we tell them how it made a difference. That uh, makes us believable. And right. he feels like she never sets me up to waste my energy. Right. She tells me what to make a difference, and then she tells me how it did. Look at him. Look at Joey right now. See that grin on his face? Yeah. I have not seen him smile like that since the last time he played ball with him. Right. You did that, honey. Thank you. That changes my life, mm-hmm. what you provided for his. And I know you're thinking about the college fund, which is another 15 years No, that's <laughs> and true. And I'm glad that you're working so hard to right, fund it. right. And there's some things I need you to do in the present. That's awesome. Oh, okay. Wow. And if you keep appreciating, uh-huh. then men actually, the things we keep appreciating, they take on doing without uh, being asked. Okay. Allison Armstrong. Paycheck. That's, Thank that's you. how my husband became the trash hero. We're going to run out of time. We're going to run out of time. Thank you, Allison Armstrong. <laughs> run out of time. Allison Armstrong, the audio book. Go get it. Be faithful. Be fearless. See you back here on Monday. <laughs>